This is Kurt. And I'm confused. All right, let's start over. I was Hold expecting on. you to say this is the MFG cast. Just, just wait for it. Holy shit. I don't know what's going on. That's uh, a new intro. It's been a while since you've been with us. Yeah, that's true. It has been a bit. Oh, man. All right. Okay, sorry, guys. This is Kurt. And I'm Tracy. And this is D. Wyatt. And this is the MFG cast. <laughs> Oh, I see what you guys did there. Uh, hello, everybody. You can tell Tracy's an avid listener, by the yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. I Every have... single episode. Yeah, I have listened, but I guess I didn't. Well, no, because the last episode I listened to was with Aaron, and yeah. you didn't do that. No, I didn't. Oh, yes, I did, actually. Well, then I was not observant. <laughs> She did not pay attention. Sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's okay. I'm maybe editing I, all of this out. By maybe the way. I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, maybe it because didn't. that was I didn't have to be involved in. That it. is true. That is true. <laughs> you can you can keep in the hoo because that's exciting. It's like okay. I wasn't a part of it. I don't care. That's how this works. Yeah, exactly. Next. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty much, Dan. Right. It's all about me. Yeah. Hi, guys and girls. Animals of all kind. And uh, babies. Yeah. <laughs> Especially babies. Grandmothers. Grandfathers. Aunts, uncles. Second cousins. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> We've lost our minds. We've been up too late, Dan. It's been, it's, it, we're, we're a baseball family now, so it's like going to every baseball game and staying up late and not sleeping well. So that's always fun. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. We're totally. a- we're aged. Yeah, is that a word? We are aged. Well, I am aged. Yeah, aged cheese. That's us. Yes. Because we're from Wisconsin. This oh, is, I see what you did there. This is all you being edited out. You can cut that yep. out. Yep. Cut it out. Yeah. Full house. Remember that, guys? Good show. Showy. Good show there. Good, show. Good lord. <laughs> Dan's ready to quit. Right. Dan, this is Dan's yeah. last episode <laughs> of the podcast. I was going to say, you remember the last episode of the MFG cast ever where they just lost their minds for 30 minutes? That was. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Dan. It was nice to know you. They all died in a ritual board suicide, board game suicide. They ate ate a bunch of chits. Come on. What are we talking about today, Kurt? Uh, Oh, hey. Thanks for putting us back on track. Uh, Today, today, this episode, whenever you're listening to it, we're going to be talking about the expansion for Viticulture. It's called. Viticulture's expansion. It's called Visit from the Rhine Valley. Or Rhine Valley. (laughs) Or rhinos in the valley. Or or between two castles of Mad King Ludwig. Nice. There you go. So we're going to be talking about the the little mini expansion. Oh, it's so little, so cute. You want to pinch it. Or tickle Uh, it. But before that, we're going to talk about some now playing and go into a little subject that I thought of that I thought would be fun to talk about. So let's talk about what we've been playing recently. So Dan, why don't you uh, start us off? The list is tremendous. We haven't done a now playing in like two months, it feels like. In light of the recent Kickstarter, I got a copy of Cleopatra and the Society of Architects. Of course, people are willing to trade it three days before the Kickstarter went live. Uh <laughs> Even though it's an older game, uh, it actually, it's really good. I like it a lot. Uh, I'm very glad we got to play it. We are definitely not going to be backing it for like $140 or whatever this insane version goes for. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, if I, you know, it's, it's a good game, and it's a fun game. And uh, I'm glad they're remaking it, but if I'm going to drop like $140, bucks, like I want like Mythic Battles Pantheon or something insane. <laughs> um, so uh, the other game we've been playing a lot of and I, and I know we didn't go too much into Cleopatra on that one. Let's play this. It's a Days of Wonder game. You know Days of Wonder deal. Like, uh, the games are, you know, pretty easy to understand, not too overly complex. 
you know, fun and evolving about an hour, like they're midweight games. It's a fine play. And uh, I'm based on the number of backers on the Kickstarter for this insane stuff, odds are statistically you know somebody that's getting it or you're getting it because this thing is making tons of cash. So uh, so in about a year or so from now, you'll be playing it and you'll be like, yeah, this was neat and realize that you probably paid about $60 an hour to enjoy that game. Um, <laughs> besides that, tons of Fleet the Dice game, Kurt. You've been rocking that, huh? It is so good. Yeah, I have... My win ratio is not what I would like it to be. <laughs> kind of could use a few more wins, but it is very, very good. Every time I introduce it to somebody, they can't get over how involving it is. But after two rounds, you're like, okay, I got this. And like now you're just like, all right, how can I maximize this? But I want to get this, and I also want this thing. And, you know, like just it, it feels so good every time I play it. Um, I'm actually thinking I might want to run like a – solo play along online with people at some point through our YouTube channel and just have people post their scores at the end just to see how they did. And if they even want to like upload images of their, you know, their two uh, sheets just to see what they chose on the dice versus other players and stuff. So let me ask you this question then. So uh, someone posed this on Twitter or Facebook and stuff, not on our, not on any of our pages, but I thought it was a valid question. Is it something where, have you played Fleet, the original version, the the regu- the first game? Okay, so we tried it years ago, and we felt that the rulebook was so obtuse that we couldn't, like, it was hard for any of us to really figure the game out. Like, mm. all of us were like, I think I got it, I think I got it, and it seemed okay. So do you think that because they the reason why they made this dice game is because the original game itself was just so hard for people to pick up that they were like, well, let's make an easier version of that. It could have been. It's also the fact that, you know, roll and rights are very hot right now. So it is a good way to, you know, like, uh, you know, the deal like Imperial Settlers is having a roll and write soon. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Joey Rosenberg has the patchwork doodle, which is a roll and write patchwork game coming out. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it seems like a good wave to ride out, but this thing, like I said, it's really good, and the solo play is fantastic. And can I, I'm going to bug you again. I'm going to interrupt again. So do you think that, you know, even though you didn't really get into the original game of Fleet, do you feel like it has the same kind of, what am I trying to say? Does it have the same kind of... Meat and potatoes? No, that's okay. not what I'm trying to think of. Does it have the same... Like vibe or not? Yeah, like kind of like the same vibe or does it go off into a different direction? It it feels, it goes like a little different because in the original game, it was like you were getting the boats and sending them out. And then, you know, I think it was like something to deal with like a, like a distance, like how much they can catch and all. Mm-hmm. In this game, it's just like on the even number of rounds, there's a fishing phase. And that's, you know, that's just how you catch your fish. Like you don't need to play anything. You don't have to do anything. It just happens. It's a phase of the turn. Besides that, it's also a case of there's a lot of escalation in this. Like, your licenses can get better. I don't think if that was in the original game. I can't 100%. Like, I wouldn't put money on that mm-hmm. wager. But in this one, your licenses can increase. So you can really laser focus on something to be, like, the best at it. So little things like that are a nice touch. Yeah. But the the thing that I really like about it is uh, it's a game that gives agency to every player. Because in a lot of games, like, when you're last... It you get the dregs so like you know you're like oh I you know I'm, I guess I'm taking this because nobody else did. In this game, there's more dice than there are players every round, mm-hmm. and whatever die is not picked, everybody gets. Nice. So as the last player, yeah, and it's like one of those things like you're the last player. Now I mean yeah, occasionally it might be where it's like you're the last player and there's a lobster die and a lobster die and you're like huh decisions decisions, but. If not, like, you know, you'll be like, oh, man, like, I kind of want to take this lobster because, you know, you only need one more point to get another boat. And there's a fishing phase this turn. I don't want you to get that boat. I want to take that die. So, like, now we're both going to get that other die. So it's like I like that thing of it rewards you for paying attention to what your opponents are doing. Like, your decisions feel like they matter more. Like, it's it's just a really – you know what it reminds me of? It's almost like a – it gives a good level of satisfaction like Welcome 2 does. Mm-hmm. Like in the roll and write genre. Yeah. Except this is more interactive with one another. Yeah, that's cool. Because like in Welcome 2, I can never know what you're doing. 
You know, you don't have to announce a damn no, thing. No, you don't. It's yeah, it's, yeah. It's not. Yeah, it has nothing. It has no outcome. Everyone else's choices, neighborhood, yeah, mm-hmm. neighborhood and choices and stuff like that have no real consequence when it comes to yours. It's just how well you play yours. So a perfect example is like in Welcome to. Just imagine, uh, like you're the first player. You pick a pair of those numbers and symbols first. Then Tracy gets to pick one. Then you both take that last number in mm-hmm. combo. Like, imagine if it works like that. That's how, like, the fleet, the dice game runs, where it's like, I love that sense of agency, yeah. you know? And it's a, and also, it's nice because nobody's looking at their phones, <laughs> you know? Yeah, just keeps them involved. It's like, I like things that keep people at the table in mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, know? for sure. I just had to look at it on my phone, speaking <laughs> of looking at their phones, just to see. It is nice. Just to see what you were talking about. Yeah, like I said, it, it's... I would say it's probably like one of the best roll rights. The price is a little high, yeah. But the dice are super nice. You know, they give you gigantic double-sided pads. I think you can get like two hundred games or so out of the base box because the stuff is double-sided. Yeah, I mean, which is great. I mean, of course, I laminated four sheets immediately. But um, not everyone has a laminator. But you can play a ton of games with this. And on a side note. Um, I was down to die. I don't know if I lost it or if it was never included in the box. But unlike a certain company, <laughs> I wrote to them and then they responded and then I got the replacement die in like less than a week. As opposed to, I don't know, like Railroad Inc. where five months later and I'm still waiting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how in a dice game, actually having the dice help to play that game. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, outside of that, uh, some like little quick uh, quick one-ofs. Uh, play Tyrants of the Underdark again. Forgot how well that game holds up. It is still really fun, really vicious, really mean. Played Emotep again. Again, one of the meanest, most ruthless Euros in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's cool. You got your, you know, you're on this ship. You're going to the market. Like, I don't want to go to the market. Well, you shouldn't have put your stone on my ship then. <laughs> you know? <laughs> A little more Bohemian Villages, because uh, Reiner Stockhausen makes dope games. And also we played uh, Notre Dame, the 10th anniversary edition. Nice. An older Stefan Feld game. And it's funny, because like, when we were playing it, a lot of people were like, oh man, yeah, the, the art can use an update. I'm like, well, the game is 12 years old. so And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, but we're playing it. It had to have come out last oh, yeah. year, right? I don't understand. I don't know, right? But yeah, man, it's it's a really fun, very limited drafting style game. It's like a total of like only nine rounds, and you're only doing two actions per round, pretty much. But it's fun, it's tight, it's classic Stefan Feld, where there's a billion ways to get points. The question is, how are you getting yours? And uh, more importantly, right now, it is on sale super cheap on Amazon for like 22 bucks. Yeah, so I mean... You know, if you if you're looking to play like one of Feld's older style games, you know you want, and it also goes two to five player, which is a pretty sweet deal. You know, it's uh the price is right. It is a good time to pick it up. And also, uh, we played Onitama, fun like little abstract style game, where uh, every time you do a move, you're like, I don't think that was the right move because now you're passing that move to your yeah. opponent. <laughs> so it's it's literally you're choosing one of your five pieces to make one of two movement styles like based on your martial arts available basically but um barnes and nobles i don't like i don't know if every store is doing this but they had it on clearance for like half price mm-hmm. yeah so for like 15 bucks i was like all right we're gonna play some onitama and if you're familiar with games like the duke and stuff like that like it, it feels like very similar yeah but it has like a cool little like rollout play mat. Like everything fits inside this box like really nicely. It's a good presentation. And like I said, if you have a Barnes and Nobles and they got that sale and you like abstract games, like we only played two games of it so far, so it's not like I have like the master knowledge of this game yet. But uh, one thing that is kind of cool is um, there's two ways of winning. Like the way of the stone, which is you like take your opponent's masterpiece. And then the way of the river is you have your master enter their temple. Yeah. You know, like, uh, so it's like, it's kind of cool where you're like, oh man, I'm going to kill you. And they're like, oh, well, I'm in your temple. I win. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it feels, it feels kind of like chess, but a little different. I haven't played the physical version yeah. of this, but I, I remember for one time, uh, one 
certain day it was free, so I got the app, my phone, and played it a few times, and it's it's fun. Oh, it's yeah. challenging and and kind of hard at points, but it's fun. One of my favorite things is like uh, like when somebody moves in a spot, and you're like, why would you do? Oh no. And you're just looking at the moves that are available to you, and you're like, there's nothing I can do to mm-hmm. stop you. It's just like chess. <laughs> when you're like, you make yeah. that move, and you're like, oh my god, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but it's great, because you're like, I could go there, and that doesn't help, and I can go there, and that doesn't help, and uh, this sucks. Yep. <laughs> and I, I would like to get the, the regular version, or the physical version, so then when I do my martial arts moves, then I can you know, take my piece and obliterate them just like I was like Bruce Lee or something like that. And just knock them completely yeah, off the board. Give somebody a spinning roundhouse kick That's and right. knock them across That's the right. coffees. Uh, <laughs> going, or whatever. Oh, that did. was like, that like scared the shit out of me. Cause, cause Kurt is a living That's weapon. Right. He literally, my eyes bugged out. <laughs> I just, you have to be I, careful around these fists because they're lethal weapons. Well, it wasn't your fists. It was the noise that came out oh, of gosh. your mouth. That is also a lethal weapon. Apparently. <laughs> got me right in the ear. So I've heard. <laughs> wow. So what have you been up to, buddy? We've been playing some stuff off of our uh, shame pile or uh, pile of opportunity, as some people like to call it. We played a couple of two-player games. We uh, played Arboretum which is a game that I need to play more because it's really hard to figure that game out first play. We only played it one time. And you're basically, you're taking trees, you're trying to take trees of the same kind and putting putting them in, is it ascending order? Or descending? I can never remember that. <laughs> ascending. Yeah, I think it's just like a sequential. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think it is yeah, ascending. Yeah, that's what you want to try to do is, yeah, you, but I you think, can't skip numbers. I think why we were like, what? is because the directions are, it really shows you a picture of how to play it in a whole section of the directions instead of actually telling you how to play it. It's very weird. Yeah, it shows you a picture of what you've done, and then it shows you the scoring. So, like, they're trying to explain it through scoring instead of going... Like, to actually tell you what to do. Play by play on it, so that was kind of confusing. Yeah, we just expected them to be like, well, this is what you're going to do. If you put a one of this type of tree here, you really want to try to finish with an eight of this type of tree. And then it'll count however many trees you have in between, and then you'll get points for those. And But it didn't come across that way, so we were like, what? (laughs) We're not going to play this again right now. (laughs) It's a beautiful game. Yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those that I think you have to be you have to be on your on your best uh, mental behavior. Before and you we play. were not, <laughs> but we did play it, and I don't think we played it wrong. No, I don't like think so. it was just we just expected the directions to actually have direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're so just dum dums. Yeah. But... so we'll play we'll play that again though because I the art is beautiful, <laughs> and I think once we get to finally know how to play it a little bit better. And it's a clever game, then, considering yeah. that it's just like the small little tiny thing. Yeah, exactly. And it's just cards yep. with trees and numbers. Yep. And then another game we played is a game that we had on uh, iOS for a little while, and we decided to get it in physical form. We, pl- we got uh, Jaipur, which is super fun two-player game about set, co- set collection, um, trying to get you know different colors and stuff like that and get, depending upon you know how many cards you lay down or how many sets or whatever then you'll get uh little tokens for points but then also if you get groups of three or more then you get these uh other uh uh, tokens or whatever to get uh random other victory points and stuff like that additional victory points and there's camels and that one because it's all based on like what the middle east Mm -hmm. and the um collecting what is it collecting like their goods basically Mm -hmm. yeah um, gold and um, spices and spices stuff like and that. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just that was harder to play when you actually have to physically play the game versus the the mobile version just doing all the work for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you learn a game like that, like it's like that with, like we have Potion Explosion on the like for mobile too, and like they they do all the tabulating and everything like that. And when you play that in physical form, it's like, oh wait. Now I have to think about like points and figuring out what what things happen during this game versus when you play it on iOS they just things just 
fly away on the screen and <laughs> yeah yeah so there's not not uh, as much feeling. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't know how good you have. <laughs> yeah, you no don't. Kidding, right? <laughs> you don't, but I still, I mean, I still really like the game. Yep, yeah, it was still a really fun game. And then um, lastly, uh, a game that I, to tell you the truth, it's it's one of those that I knew that I would like because I like I like the source material from where it comes from, but I didn't know if anyone else would like. But I also, so I got uh, Tracy and Mike on separate occasions to play the wow i'm trying to figure out what you're talking about because i don't even know it's not it's not around here we played the dresden files cooperative card game i love the book series and i wanted to play the game i was kind of worried that it would be like coma war to be this thing that i was really excited (laughs) about uh pay too much money for and then played it and would suck oh but we didn't buy it so it would have just been your dad paying too much money for that is true that is true yeah but uh, thank you, Pops. But uh, yeah, I've never called him Pops, ever. <laughs> and he doesn't listen to the podcast. Exactly. So exactly. That's okay. But um, it's a, like it says, it's like a deck building game. But for some reason, I don't think it's that much of a deck building game. It really is You don't really get that many cards after the fact. I think it's more of a hand management game. But it's super fun. Basically, what you're, is, if you've never read the Dresden Files, he's like a older Harry Potter that's also a detective. And his name is? Harry Dresden. Oh, yeah. And uh, did there. basically in this game, you are trying to solve a bunch of cases and defeat a bunch of bad guys. And the way to win the game is have more cases solved and less bad guys out on the board before you end the game, which is called the showdown. And then you lose the game by either uh, having more bad guys than cases solved at the end or running out of cards nope it's not running out of cards actually oh yeah running out of cards is the is the thing um (laughs) also uh, there's another way of doing it is this uses the fate mechanic with fate dice if you don't have enough fate to do anything with your cards which using fate is like having enough magic power yeah energy and stuff like that Uh, that's another way to lose a game um, this game is kind of is really brutal. It's, it is really hard. It's one of those games that they say is really hard. And I'm like, ah, eh, no, it isn't. But it is. You start if you're playing with two players, you actually have to have two characters each, and you take all of the cards from both decks and you mix them together, and you have nine cards. And these nine cards could be the only cards that you have for the whole game. The only other time you basically can get other cards is through if there's a ability on a card that you that you obtain or beat. Like there are these, ah, gosh, there's these yellow cards, and I forget what they are. I think they're called advancement cards or something like that. And there's only two on the board, and those usually will help you get a card or give somebody else a card. And um, that's one of the only times, basically, that you're going to get another card from your deck. So you could play a few games without seeing some of these cards from your decks and you'd be like oh wow this is new you know and just the way it kind of shapes out and you like every basically every time you play something you have to you use cards in your hand to to obtain fate which are on the card it tells you how many and then also you you would actually spend fate to do a certain action like if you're defeating some or trying to fight somebody you would use the fight power or whatever and then if you were trying to solve cases, then you would use that that uh, clue power or whatever. And so it's like every single time you play a card, you have to maximize how you, how you play. Um, they say that when you're playing with your other people, even though it's cooperative, you're not supposed to tell anybody what you have. You're just supposed to be like, well, you know, like this clue, like I can probably do something. So if you want to stay away from that, you can't be like, okay, I have this many clues to do this or whatever. I say, screw that. I say, you have as much table talk as you want because uh, it'll benefit you in the end, I think. I was going to say, and you're like, plus it's not going to go the way you're hoping for regardless. So you may as well enjoy it. Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, because when me and Tracy played it, um, unfortunately, I forgot I didn't read the showdown thing at the end because I thought we were just lo- gonna lose. So I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't read that part. We might have actually scraped that one out. Mm, I don't know if we would have, but like, I mean, it was. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. It was pretty brutal. And then it was fun though. Yeah, and then me and Mike played, and and it was one of those things where it's like, and I think I talked about this one other episode. It's like when you play a game, and you're like, okay, I think we can do that. No, wait. 
I think we can do it. Th- we were doing no. that though too. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those where you're like, I can't lose this game, but you're gonna lose the game, so you think, might as well just accept it. And I think we were short like one fate. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just sometimes it's just the way it is. But the sign of a good game is when you lose and still think that you had fun and that you would play it again. So I like that. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to play it. So even if you don't know the source material, it's it it's a fun challenge. Anything else that you can think of that we played that you want to talk about? Well, maybe you already talked about this in a different episode since we've talked about how I don't listen to the episodes. <laughs> we bought Quacks. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot we And I shouted in the store <laughs> when, we, when yeah, exactly. I saw it. It was funny, too, because we went, we, we, we were running around a lot, and then we were going to get, or we bought some stuff, and then it was just getting kind of late, and... Tracy's like, you still want to go to the to the game store? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it, you know. So we go to our local Games by James, which they have a lot of a lot of stuff. But sometimes when you're looking for that hard to find thing, you know, you can't find it. So we're looking, looking, and then we I felt like we were gonna kind of be like, we well, were talk- we were talking to the guy, and we looked around, came back, right? We were yeah. gonna buy something else. Oh, we, we bought. That's where we bought the Jaipur and. Arboretum no, that was like a while ago, though. Wasn't it? I'm pretty yeah. sure it was the same time. No. Okay. Whatever. So anyway, so we were so. just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll just, you know, pass tonight or something like that. And then Tracy's like, look what I found. And then she's like, no shit. No, I said, shut up. <laughs> oh, you said shut up. That's right. You're like, shut up. I'm like, oh my God, who are you? A 90s, like, <laughs> in a 90s TV show or something? Yeah, shut I didn't. Shut the front door. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, I must have filtered myself a lot because it was like literally right in front of our faces we had been looking at the wall for a long time and then all of a sudden i was like yeah i don't really know you know i think we're just gonna buy something to buy something and then i looked and i was like shut up (laughs) and the guy that was working there who who knows us he was he looks at me like uh and then he starts talking about how his friend has the game and he hasn't played it yet, but they talk about it and they love it. And I was like, oh, we, we've been waiting for this game. And I was just flipping out. Mm-hmm. So we have played it already. Yeah. Yeah. So we played it with Logan and God. That he game, was so excited game that we brought it so home. Fun. He's like, no way. <laughs> I love Quacks. Let's yeah. play Quacks. So. Yeah. 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 That was awesome. fun. Of course, did he win? Yeah. I don't remember. I think he always wins that game. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, he's just a savant when it comes to some I games, know. I think. I think he won when we were playing in, um, with you, too, didn't he, Dan? I I think so. I So just out of curiosity, when you guys started playing, you're like, oh, man, now it's our event cards. We Look at all these event cards we never saw yeah. before. Um, <laughs> We did see a lot of event cards that we didn't see. We had, like, we had shuffled them, and we were flipping cards, and we ran it all the, you know, all the purple ones that you play right away. Man, those were going on for days before we actually flipped one that we didn't get to to interact with until the end of the round. I think it was crazy. Or the end of the game, you mean? Mm, no, it's the end of the round. Because you either go at the beginning of the round or oh, you go at the end of the round. Oh, I got what you're saying. I got what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. And then I think it was one that we couldn't even do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we were oh, like, yeah. we were like right. what? Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It was so fun though. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I just I've come to realize that if you if you make a game that's a bag builder, I will play it cuz <laughs> between that and Orleans and gosh, what else is a bag builder, you know? I mean, so much fun. It's crazy. Yeah. It, that was good. Well. And I'm proud of us for buying it and playing it right away cuz now we've bought several other games and we haven't played them yet. I, I mean, granted, I just got one this week but that we haven't played. But um, that and another example of having a problem is we have had games on, what, pre-release mm-hmm. since December? And they haven't come in. And so <laughs> I looked at them and I was like, oh, my God, we bought one of those games <laughs> and we've already played it. So um, let's have them cancel our order. <laughs> Oh, but hey, we can't. Ridic- but then, but then we were good, and we canceled the other two games that we don't. We're have, ridiculous, so. though. Yeah, we are. Everyone's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's called a problem. That's right. Well, yeah, that's anyway. what we've been playing recently. Yeah, cool. I mean, I think we've played other things too, but yeah, yeah. 
But that's for another episode. It is. On a quick aside, uh, one of the other super hot games like Quacks, um, Wingspan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. apparently came back in stock for about 43 Two seconds, seconds yeah. uh, last mm-hmm. week. <laughs> yeah. How Howard was able to get a copy, and in the time from when he clicked finalize purchase to texting me, they sold out. So, <laughs> so you didn't get it? Yeah. I did not. Howard, Howard did. did. Uh, only got one play. It is... I, I get why people are excited about the game. It's a fun little engine builder. I'm looking forward to playing nice. it more. But I was like, all right, you know, I was like, I may not have any of the the super hot games like Wingspan and Quacks, but at least I got to sample each of them. It's, yeah, exactly. It's not exactly. the worst thing. Did he did he get it for the fifty five dollars? Yeah, he 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 got it for like retail or like a little less than retail, as opposed to the like ninety dollars and insane. Well, we have stuff that people ask. I for. saw something on um, Facebook on that where somebody was like you can spend five dollars for us to reserve a copy of wingspan to pick up pre-order at gen con and then you pay the rest of it when you pick it up here or pick it up um on thursday of gen con or something like that so you pay what it was it 50 did it end up being 55 or maybe you paid you end up paying sixty dollars. No, or something. it's fifty. It's five to reserve it and then pay the rest of the fifty. When yeah, because they're only gonna. They said something about they're going to have X amount of games that they're gonna let people reserve, and then they're only bringing like one hundred fifty or something like that. Yeah, one hundred fifty games or something yeah. of that yeah. to the to the con. Which they probably could bring about 300 and still sell them, but I, I see where they're getting with it, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I would say they could probably bring 500. Yeah. Oh, totally. So they could probably bring more. Because I've, I've seen games that are worse than that, way worse than that, sell out very quickly. Looking at you, uh, Scott Pilgrim. But uh, Me? <laughs> you wanted it. I'm... I said I'm looking at the game, oh! not at you. I'm physically looking at you, but I'm actually talking about. We got Scott rid of Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yes, we did because yeah. it's awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're looking at you, Renegade Games. We're looking at you. Was that Renegade Games? Yeah. It yeah. Was. I, yeah, Renegade. I, I do want to get your quick opinion on this. I, I was hearing this on a podcast recently. How it's like, you know, Renegade Games for a short while. It was like we can do no wrong, and now it's kind of like. You know, we, we make some mistakes here and there. Yep. We're we're gonna make yep. some errors. Yeah, it's weird. And it, you know where I, f- I feel like it really it really lied, and and this is kind of like where it started is when they started doing, when they started doing uh, um, original IP stuff. You know, they kind of got away from doing their original material and stuff like that, and then it just kind of snowballed. Regardless of the fact that even if some of their other stuff is now not original IP that they're you know, not, you know, getting the good hits on, but I feel like all of a sudden it was just like, Hey, let's just make these things that have these IPs and let's, you know, let's fan service them and stuff like that. And didn't do enough research on the gaming part or the mechanic part or just making, you know, a solid game out of it, you know, and I don't like crapping on companies and stuff like that, but sometimes you have to be like, okay, this is just what it is. I'm just curious about like, cause you know, I think it's also a case of when it first came out, right? Like, you know, like when Renegade started up, like when they got shipwrights and everything, everyone was like, oh my God, this is like very, very smart. This is great. But they just, you know, like they started steamrolling and it's more and more and more. So it's like the same company that, you know, has like Raiders and Architects and you're like, yeah, also make some games where you're like, you know. I, I think it's just the the nature of the beast. Like the more they grow, the more likely they are to risk, you know, getting that crud. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, I don't know. It's unfortunate. I am uh, excited. They have a solo game that's coming out here in June that I'm really excited about, and I can't think of it, but it looks phenomenal. And I hope it. I hope I hope they have a hit with it, but because I don't think I've ever heard of them actually having a a for real solo game so i'm interested to see what it is and i can't remember the name unfortunately so i have to look it up if you don't know what it is anyway speaking of playing games and winning them and stuff like that i had a thing that i was kind of thinking about the other day because when we were studying up for this review of why do i keep doing this visit from the rhine valley um, <laughs> that was a really serious it was, your face it was, was awesome. so serious 
we played, uh, me and Tracy played the game uh, with that expansion, and as we were getting towards the end, and I was um, only about like three victory points from winning this game, I would do, uh, we had these, the tasting room or whatever, what is it, when you plant? No, it was the windmill. Oh, the windmill. When you um, plant, plant your grapes, then you get a victory point. And I was using that to kind of slowly get to the end. And uh, Tracy was kind of getting on my case about, you know, like, oh, now you're just trying to just get this game over with. And I'm like, isn't that kind of the name of the game is to win, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And it made me think of, you know, when you're playing a game, is it one of those things, you know, depending upon who you're playing with or the situation, you know, do you go for the juggler? Do you just go like, you know what, I'm just going to win this game because that's what we do. Or do you, you know, depending upon the situation, you go, okay, well, you know, maybe I can, I'll just see how it plays out and stuff like that. Because, you know, it, you know, once Tracy kind of got on my case, I was like, that's just how, that's how we're trying to play. I'm trying to play the game, you know, and I want, you know, so I'm trying to win that game. I get that that's the name of the game, but I think it's a cheap way. It's not. It's just like I think it's, it's just, cheap. It's just like, like if you use go a, for the gold, man. If it, it's like one, a one move. No, because it's one just, move. Yeah, but the thing is, though, it's like when lame. The last time, lame. <laughs> the last time we put the last time. Well, one of the last times we played it, you had one where it was like you get a vict. Uh, what is it? Uh, I can't remember what which one it is, but it, you get a victory point if you. Um, Shoot, where do you get, you get the two coins, you go on, you get the two coins, what is that called? The giving a tour? Yeah, when you give a tour, you get a, you get your two gold, you get your two gold from that, but there's a certain thing that you get, a uh, certain building that you get where you get a victory point every time you do that. Yep, the tasting room. The taste, oh, the taste, there you go. And, oh, that was one of the first games and, we played. And yep. yeah, and you had done that, you know, and I could, like, it doesn't matter if it's at the beginning of the game, it doesn't matter if it's at the end of the game, like... Anybody could see that as kind of like a cheap way to get to the end. But the reason why I was going there was to get the gold, not to the, get to the victory points. It just happened to be that they paired together. So you when you're playing, so there. when you're playing the game, you're like, I must have all the gold. I don't care about b getting the victory I points the to win the game. I needed the gold to build stuff. I know, I know. I'm just giving you shit. Hold on, I I gotta okay. throw this one out there. I just want to make sure. So you used an action and spent six gold to make nope, the tasting room. I got it, I got it um, from one of my mama, mama or papa. <laughs> Those are always optional. You could have taken the money instead. You took the tasting room because you knew you were going to be doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Busted. Because my other one gave me gold already and I didn't need it. Apparently you did because you were going to that spot for two coins. You sound like the person like, yeah, look, I mean, yeah, I was outside his house and I had a gun and it Is was loaded. Is this testosterone against, against estrogen now here, Dan, or what? Boys against girls? It is not. It's not a boys against girls thing. I'm, it's just, just, a, I'm just saying, I totally see what you're getting because it's beginning versus end. But at the same time, I, I thought, go for the big one like fill an order man like why are we going uh, we're going to inch our way well the thing is though grandpa is if i would have filled like two big orders and got way ahead of you at the end then you might have still been mad because then i would have got you by like this much <laughs> and then you would have been like boy you didn't give me any chance, you know? So it's like Well, ladies and gentlemen, it was really nice being on this episode <laughs> with you. Now you know why I'm only a visitor every once in a while. She's a visitor from the Rhine. Uh, so I am a visitor <coughs> from the Rhine Valley. See what I did in, there? That's right. In in Kim and I's recent play, uh the last round of the game, I I did two big orders, as Tracy would suggest. And Kim's exact words were, and I quote all right, can I just, like, what card do I have to play that lets me just walk away from the table? Because it's over. Like, I, you super won now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was, I literally, by the end, because I knew he was going to win, I think that's what was annoying me. It was like, let's drag this out more. Like, do you want to hook my body to the back of a car and put it in slow-mo and drag me along the gravel up to the vineyard to get a glass of wine 
in the tasting room. See what it did there? Or... That one victory point really put a wound in her curtain. It did. Well, he brought it up. I wasn't even thinking about it. Or do you want to just fill an order and get this game done with? Well, the unfortunate thing was is that I didn't have enough stuff to do that, so I was biding my time to get to that point. So that's why I used the other victory points to get the game over mm. with so then we could be done. So I but, was... but apparently I can't finish the game because that just isn't going to work. You know, I so he just, was dragging sh- my bleeding body <laughs> just, on just the gravel. Kurt, yeah, you know what I should have said? I should have said, "No more great business today. We are done with great businesses." Because yeah. I am I done. Say, because my wife won't let Kurt, me crush grapes you and, and your- sell wine. Because I am an asshole. Goodbye, sir, and madam. Anyway, Kurt, I but to did hell you- with your efficiency. <laughs> did you mention? Who cares though? if you're doing well? That I did try my best to catch up. Yeah, and you actually, you were actually only like two or three behind. So this whole, this whole, this whole argument has no validity. Like I literally, except for the comedic value. That is Um, true. Yeah, I literally was laying out all my orders, going, "Damn it! If I just had one that was worth five that I could fill, I would have totally matched him." And I, I couldn't do it. No. I, I, but he's beat me every single time we've played this damn game. And I like the game, but I want to win one time. <laughs> ah! Someday, kid. Someday. Doesn't mean I don't like the game, Jamie. Okay. Doesn't mean I don't like the game. <laughs> I was going to say, you got to let Kurt have one game that he's going to win. Yeah, know. that's true. This is true, but I am, I am... I get competitive, Dan. <laughs> Damn it. I noticed. I know. <laughs> so Or apparently I'm really touchy about it tonight. Here, let me let me get let me get this needle on thread and I'm gonna stitch up that wound, that huge wound that is really hurting your system. <laughs> we'll get we'll get back to the, the topic at hand. Hey, were we gonna do a review we on visitor of the yeah, Rhine Valley Valley? <laughs> you said visitor even. I know, and that was, was right, awesome. wasn't it? Nope, visit from the Rhine oh! Valley. The visitors of the Rhine Valley. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Lack of sleep, everyone. Oh, oh, oh. So I just want to touch base on a couple of things before oh. we uh, jump into that expansion. First of all, this game holds up pretty damn well for considering the time span. Uh, I don't know if it's like on the same tier as like you know like the Lords of Waterdeep and Champions of Midgard of like fame per se. But no matter when we play the game, it's always a good play. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like it's like we're like, oh man, we haven't played this game in like eight months. Play it again. Still good. Still like we haven't had a game that felt fl- like flat or stale yet. Yeah, definitely. You know, the other thing is I like that the game is constantly pushing you towards like what you were doing. It's like get the points because if you don't, someone else will, and then you're gonna feel like a jerk. <laughs> so better get them now. And you'll still feel like a jerk. Just kidding. Kind of, sort of, but I do like that. I do like games that are like, look, if you're not getting these points, you are a fool and you will lose. And you're like, okay, game, I'll see what you're doing. You know, I'll play your your little twist here. But besides that, the other thing is, uh, because you got the Essential Edition. It has like the Mamas and the Papas. I think it has the fields that you can sell. Um, You don't have the specialty workers, right? It doesn't come with those? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I'm just I'm checking like I'm looking on BGG just seeing what was in the essential versus like you know Tuscany and the set. But what I like about this game is uh it has a nice amount of mix up to it and Jamie seems to like not be afraid to you know revisit one of the older games and yeah. I really like that. You know I think uh I'm going to double check this so I don't uh, feel like a fool by you know it's like oh that expansion came out last year it came out five <laughs> years ago. Oh. You know, uh, let's quick take a look. Okay, so um, Vita Culture was 2013. Wow. Visits from the Rhine Valley was last year, 2018. There was also the Moors Visitors, which uh, that one he did with Yuri Rosenberg, I believe. That's from 2016. Like, this is one of the older titles, and every so often it gets revisited, and I kind of dig that. And it's very small expansions. Like, it's. Small box, just visitors. All it does is replace your summer and winter visitor decks. But 
it definitely changes the game around a lot, and I kind of like that. It even says on the box that it it focuses more on the wine business than the victory points, which I would even argue that it doesn't quite get rid of the victory point spot. I mean, obviously there's there's going to be chances for victory. Otherwise, you know, why play this game? Because that's that's the whole reason for it. But I still feel like there are smatterings of excuse me ways to get victory points from these visitor cards too so i think it's a little bit of both but it's just or it's a little bit of that too but it's more heavier on trying to get your wine business going yeah they, they definitely seem to pack a punch too like these visitors seem really good yeah, well they're really they have so much text to the cards yeah it's a, it's like a lot packed into every, every yeah one, it seems like. and a lot of multi-use cards which is nice uh-huh definitely like uh i love those you know, pick two, plant a field, get, uh, fill an order, you know, gain a worker. Like, uh, like those are always awesome. The other thing I noticed, too, is uh, it seems like almost like a lot of, like, corruption cards. Like, there was a lot of cards where it's like, lose a victory mm-hmm. point and do this. Lose a victory point and gain that. I'm like, that's kind of neat. I I love anything that's like, don't you want yeah, to exactly. sell your soul? <laughs> and, and I wonder how many people are out there that are like, I don't want to give up any victory points. So why would I ever do this? You know? Yeah, it's like... One thing I definitely enjoyed was uh, one of the visitor cards was like, lose a victory point and you can gain a worker for a coin. Nice. Oh. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing that first turn right now. That's Let's awesome. go. <laughs> I don't, we didn't see that card. Yeah. And I love that some of the cards also like give you rewards for having some of those buildings that you might not use that much, like the tasting room and stuff like that. So it forces you to try those out to see, you know, oh, maybe this actually is worth my time. Or the... Or the trading of the cards. Like, you can give in this card and this card for these coins or... For, like, income, too, I think? Wasn't yeah. there one, like, where you can ditch a card to gain an income? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's Yeah, nice. or you can... You know? I can't remember. I had one that was, like, if you want to... You can play this card in the summer or whatever, and then you can draw planting or a vine card or whatever they call them, and then... Then you can sell, it was just so packed, and then you can sell them, and then you get this many coins, and then you can sell these cards, and then you get this, and I'm like, good lord, like, what do I want to, like, so many options, like, what do I want to do, and if I didn't want to, I didn't have to, which was cool, because, like, what I don't like to do in cards like that is being forced to do something, like, you may do this, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One thing I enjoy too is a lot of the cards seem to deal with other player state, mm-hmm. where it's like uh, plant, you know, like plant a vine, and if uh, your opponents have all three of their vine f- fields uh, filled, you know, like there's something in each of their fields, you can plant an extra vine. Or it's like, I think one of the cards was like gain this, and if any of your opponents has ten or more victory points, also gain four coins, like things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, I like I like that idea of like, because like at one point, Kim did some move where I'm like, why would she do that? Like, and I just like rolled in. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fill an order. And she's like, are you at ten points now? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh good. And I'm like, I don't like the way that sounds at all. <laughs> and like, and it was great because she played two cards. She was holding on to two cards for like about a round or two just to make sure she can maximize what she got out of them. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I was like, that's pretty cool. Like, because I'm not used to the cards like that, where it's like, oh, if your opponent has. I was like, that's a nice yeah, touch. I yeah, definitely do. It that. feels like a lot of times in this in this game, there is some, you know, player interaction between the two, but it all it, but it very much seems like a lot of the times you're kind of doing your own thing, you know? So it's it's nice to have that interaction between other players. Yeah, and stuff each like man that. for their own. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. It it's very easy in a game like this to like be like, yeah, yeah, take your turn. Yeah, I, yeah, I know exactly, what I want to do. Exactly. You can play and, simultaneously. And almost. this helps get everyone like you know involved yeah, at the table yeah. a bit more. Um, so I have a question for you, Dan. So do you feel do you feel like when you're playing this game, do you feel like it went a little slower than past games had? Um, no, I, I it it felt a little slow, but I think it was because it was it's been a while since Kim and I played it together. Mm-hmm. Like I played it a couple of times at game night, so it's like I was always just like, like I had the piece in my hand, and I'm like. I'm going here. If she takes the spot, I'm going to go here. Like, or like I'm going here. And if she takes a spot, I'm going to use my ground day worker to get that. Like, but 
you know, outside of that, because, like, you know, she did need, like, little refreshes every so often, like, oh, yeah, that's right, you, you know, you can sell your grapes, I forgot about that, oh, that's right, you can sell your fields, I, you know, I forgot that you have to do that here and stuff like that, you know, and also, like, uh, I'm sorry, I was going to say, the other thing we had was the, I build these vines, damn it, I don't have agriculture, hold on, uh, I built this vine, because <laughs> I felt like in the few times, in the few times that we played this, I felt like, for some reason, like, getting lira was sparse for some reason it felt like it took forever for us to get money you know and stuff like that and then you know some of the cards it's like oh these these would be really good to have but it's like i have to pay nine lira to do these couple of things that would really be awesome but it's going to take me a few rounds to actually get to that point so again like just like what i was saying about how these cards felt a little stronger uh like the very first turn of the game because i started with one winter and one summer uh visitor right and I, the card was that lose a victory point to pay one coin yeah. to get a worker. So, like, first round, it's like, I'm going to give a tasting tour. And then second, like, and then I just pretty much, like, passed. And then the next round, it's like, I go play a visitor card. I get a worker for a coin. And Kim's like, all right. And she does her next action. I'm like, for my next action, I'm going to go hire a worker. So like, uh, So, like, right out of the gate, I had two extra workers at the beginning of the game. So I always felt like money was available because I was always able to give tours or just throw the guys in that general spot for one coin, the one that there's no cap of workers. So yeah, I that and also that visitor that it was like, oh, you know, lose a victory point to gain an income. I'm like, yes, absolutely, I will yeah. do that. You know, like I was gonna say, like first three turns of the game, that's like a dream card. You know, um, and I felt like some of these some of these visitor cards too had, I, and I think they're probably, I'm guessing it's probably more of the winter visitors or whatever, but they had, uh, quite a few of them where it was like, um, you could, um, fill an order without basically taking out that order spot. So you could use that and not waste a worker there, which, which, uh-huh. kind of, which is a really neat idea, you know, to be able to save that up to do that kind of thing. Obviously there was, you know, something in, you know, a special text where you had to have something happen, but it was kind of nice to have that to where you're not always going, okay, well, I've got my grande worker and I could put him there, uh, but I feel like I'm never going to get to that spot, you know, so it's it's nice to have those cards to be able to do that. Oh, you're talking about putting, being able to put workers on like summer or winter? No, I meant like filling an order, filling an order without having to put somebody there. Oh yeah, because you're pl- you're placing yeah. the worker on like winter space or something instead. Yeah, yeah, that's what you would card. be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. yeah, that, yeah. I, I also like um, some of them were also like some of the visitors now actually gave you wine, which was yeah. awesome. Yeah, yep, I like that too. You know, it's like make a yeah, like make a four red or a four white. It's like sweet. Now I can you know like I can't do this order. Oh yeah, wait, yeah. yes I can. Yeah. Or like instead you know, of yeah, like instead really of using. Good multiple workers to you know make a wine here and a wine there it's like oh here play this play this card and you can make three three wines right, right away so it's like oh cool i think i had one that would um move my the stuff in my cellar up two or something yeah did you see that one yep that was a great card yeah yep and i like the ones that also were kind of like that too where it's like move this up in your cellar even if you don't have a medium or large cellar built yeah, that that was the other thing too. A lot of these people broke rules where it's like plant a vine. This vine can go past mm-hmm. what the field can hold and things like that. It's like okay, <laughs> they're like there are no rules here in grape country. Yeah, yeah. It's like all right. So from now on, I make a seven point white wine every time I harvest this field. Dope. You know, it's like <laughs> don't mind if I do. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like I feel like this 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 expansion gives a lot of. Uh, a lot of replay replayability between the f- you know the forty cards of each summer and winter in this, and then the original deck, and then if you want to do the other expansions too. I mean, it gives that it gives this this game a lot of breath of life, and I think that's why it's one of those that you know why they've kind of done that because it it's one of those games that I think that can kind of stand the test of time, and you know Jamie and whoever works on him on these games always they always seem to have you know length in mind you know so i don't feel like with stegmar's games for the most part you ever hear of a game go you you ever hear of a game going "Eh, i kind of forgot about that game always his games are always on somebody's mind yeah and like and like i said like you know the thing that's really good about this game is if you even if you just got viticulture in tuscany 
you're going to have so yeah. much to play, you know? And um, like I said, it, it's one of those things that it's easy to overlook, but it's a very solid title. It's still readily available, which, you know, to me is like the biggest of things with games like this. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it's very easy for where it's like, oh my God, I played this game last week. It was so cool. You're going to love it. You got to buy it. What's it called? Wingspan. And you're like, I'm never going to see that. And it's like... I'm not going to get that until, like, August yeah. at best, you know. But this game, you can go on Amazon right now. It's, like, mm-hmm. 45 bucks. And, again, just, like, these expansions. Like, take, for example, uh, The Moors Visitors. It's on Amazon for, like, nice. $12. If you wanted to get the Visit from the Rhine Valley, 16 bucks yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, and, it, and I know there's a, lot, there's a lot of people that see this little box with these cards, and they think, gosh, you know, MSRP, 20 bucks. that's a lot of money for a game that technically is like 50 bucks right now and stuff like that but it literally takes two big chunks of the game which are those visitor cards those two two deck visitor cards and totally changes totally changes the game for you well and that was one thing that we were talking about too i'm like so like we have this box this little box now can we fit this in our our box like our original viticulture game like or do we have to have them separate? We ended up fitting it in there too, didn't mm-hmm. we? No. Um, nicely, where our game isn't bulging or anything, it's like it works, and yeah, it totally. I think it totally changed the game. Yep. yep. I mean, and I would play the old way. I'd play the new way or this other way, and like for me, the easiest way I would describe it is: it is in no way critical, but if you dig Vita culture, like these cards are going to make it where you can't predict anymore like you know you're gonna you're gonna have the fun of seeing what these new things do like the fact that they're a little stronger and like you know some of the guys like are corrupt like it's like oh yeah i'll build you a cellar i mean uh you know i don't have a a license and the construction workers may not be uh, allowed to be over here but we can build that cellar for a dollar and you're like i'll hire you it's like here take the victory point that's fine like things like that are fun the rule breaker guys are fun it's it's a nice little mix to uh, to a game that's been established for years. Yeah, yeah. There's it, yeah. It's just funny how the way it, it shapes out. Um, there's a couple. Of, there's only a couple of cards I wrote down here that I thought were kind of funny. They've got one called Lovebirds, and um, it's got it's got a lady and a, a lady and a gentleman, and the lady looks like she's looking up at him like she like oh my god I love you so much, and then he's looking at he's looking at her like if you if you if you look at another man, I will murder you. Like he's got like the worst face. Jesus. Like he just looks upset. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> like, are you, is this not lovebirds? And you're about to break up with her because is it really you did called lovebirds. It is called lovebirds. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Love is very different in one country. That's right. It is. That's right. Well, especially with all the, all the dirty dealings going on. Who knows? Maybe he's just like, you know, like wrecked from drinking too much that day. Yeah, probably. He looks like it. Um, and then there's another one where it's ca- it's called the wine the wine store owner and she's just looking it looks like she's looking at the camera like um, what do you mean I've been embezzling money I don't even know how to count you know it's just this like this weird <laughs> shock on her face like uh, caught you know it's I don't know I just love looking at the art of things just to see how it shapes out and stuff like that like you know when it like we like we've said I think in past things like. The uh, the the papas the backs of the cards it looks like it looks like Loki from <laughs> from Avengers like every time and then I somebody even posted on on Twitter not too long ago and I'm like yeah everybody knows it just just looks like Loki it just <laughs> makes me giggle I said I mean uh, I would say Vita Culture is definitely a game you you owe yourself to play I mean worst case scenario if you're like oh I don't know I don't know check it out on Tabletopia yeah definitely that's where we played it first and you got me hooked on it so. Damn right I did. That's right. So, you know, what do you guys think about Viticulture? Have you played it? Is it something you've been considering? Is it something where you're just like, I don't care about making wine? Well, you know what? It's still pretty fun. Don't ever judge a book by its cover. Play the game before you know. So let us know on Twitter at MFGCast. Um, let us know on Facebook. We got a Facebook page. I want to I want to talk on Facebook more. Facebook more because now that I'm following Dan, now that me and Dan are friends, I've and I've said this before, but I'm gonna say it again. Dan comments more on other people's podcast Facebook pages <laughs> than ours, so I think we need to get ours going some more here because I'm starting to get jealous. We need to start talking about more games. So 
uh, I, I was gonna say in. it's uh it's because I text you all day, so it's like I'm like I don't need to talk to this guy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Who wants to talk to? Him? So yeah, so let us know what you think about our review and uh, and go out and get visit from the Rhine Valley. That's right. But first, you got to get viticulture if you don't have that first. But well, if you do, <laughs> then you should. Hey, I'm not picking on you. I'm just I saying. I got it. I'm just saying. And then and while then, you're out there, get visit from the Rhine Valley. That's right. That's right. And Boom. It, and everything else, because I'm sure it's all awesome. Boom. Even though I've, I haven't played the rest of it. So I want So, to by the way, Kurt, just just because Tracy gave the, uh, the notion of get an expansion before you get a game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hey, I, now. She did. I, rec- I recently got a paint set because I'm like, man, I think I'm going to get Zombicide Black Plague and I'm going to paint those minis. So I ordered the Zombicide paint kit. And then it's like, ooh, Zombicide Black Plague shot up in price. This is not a good day to be made. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> well, maybe eventually you'll find it on Amazon or at a con or something like that or in a trade. I, I, I'm going to follow, like, I was, gonna, I was just going to say, I, I think your suggestion of. Get Vita Culture, then the expansion. That might be the way to go. <laughs> it is. Don't pull. Is. Don't pull a Wyatt. That's right. That's right. So until next time, I'm Kurt. And this is Tracy. And this is D Wyatt. And this was the MFG Cast. Were you going to say something else? No, I just sounded like I was going, and this is Tracy? Oh, here we go again. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. And then I started talking when Dan was talking. Sorry. Nice. Sounds Sorry. Good. Awesome. That's okay. All right. Bye. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Legends of Tabletop Podcast. Creating legends one die at a time.